MLM Nation, episode 47. If you're trying to recruit me, what I'm looking at is your believability. I'm looking at, are you compelling? Are you believable? Are you authentic? Are you genuine, right? Do you need me? Because if you need me, clearly what you're doing isn't good enough. And that's what happens when people go full-time is, is, is they start looking at people like they need them because they do need them. It's their only source of income. And so I do believe there is a time and place where people should go full-time network marketing, but it's not when you're making 30 grand a year. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm really excited today to bring our special guest, Logan Stout. Logan, are you ready to make this happen? Let's make it happen. Logan Stout is a lifelong entrepreneur, a former pro athlete, and a 16-time World Series player and coach. His accomplishments as a business leader, coach, motivational speaker, and author come from a desire to break down the barriers that stand between the people that they want most in life. Logan has built two successful network marketing businesses, where in one, he was the number two income earner, and in the other one, he was the number one producer. And then the most impressive thing about that was that he did both of those companies part-time. Really impressive. And by the age of 25, he had already become a multimillionaire through network marketing. In Logan's book, The Stout Advice, The Secrets to Building Yourself, People, and Teams, Logan shares his experience building and managing successful teams in business, sports, personal relationships, and in life. Logan's been featured in numerous publications such as Philadelphia Life Magazine, the Dallas Morning News, the New York Times, and many print and live media outlets. He's also been on CBS Radio, The Fan, The Ticket, Fox, and was named Man of the Year by Philadelphia Life Magazine. So, Logan, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro, but please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Uh, thank you for that, that kind introduction. Uh, you know, it's interesting. Network marketing was something. I was actually coaching college baseball at Dallas Baptist University, and I was retired from playing and all that. And I got introduced to the concept to a buddy of mine that I grew up with since, uh, I guess, since sixth grade. And I'll never forget it. It was hilarious. It was 2003. And he calls me and he says, Logan, you know, I got this deal. And I, my reply was literally, is this a pyramid scheme? <laughs> I, was the, I was that guy, Simon. I don't like to admit that, but, but I think people can relate to that. I was that guy. And, and he goes, what do you mean by pyramid scheme? I go, are you going to get paid if I join underneath you? And he goes, yeah. I go, I'm not interested. And he, go, he goes, well, and he starts explaining himself. And I actually hung up and he called me back. It was hilarious. He goes, hey, I think we got disconnected. I said, no, 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 I didn't know. We didn't get disconnected. I hung up on you. <laughs> and, and he goes, well, why, why, why are you being so mean about this? I said, man, these things never work. They're pyramid schemes, blah, 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 blah. And he, he literally, he, he was nice. He was a lot nicer than he should have been. But he was persistent. He stayed on me for a year. A year later, I finally agreed to go to one of his events if he would just shut up and leave me alone. And that was my deal. I said, I will listen to your, 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 your little pitch under one condition, and that's, that's if you'll leave me alone. So I'm go- I went to this little, uh, this little mixer. There's about probably I don't know, 10, 12 people in a, in a little room. And I'm sitting there halfway through the presentation. And the poor person up there speaking, they, were, they, 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 uh, they needed some work. Let's just put it that way. And so, and so I'm sitting there. And I lean over to my buddy. I said, I said, come on, man. Is, is, is she making any money? He goes, yeah. 
yeah. I said, I said, how much? And he said like 25 grand a month. And I literally looked at him and I go, I'm in, sign me up. I didn't even know what I was signing up for, but I knew if that, if that lady was making 25 grand a month, <laughs> I go, I'm in. Cause I wasn't making 25 grand a month coaching college baseball. And so, so I actually joined, uh, I went from ultimate skeptic to ultimate endorser. And you know, it's interesting. I think we all, when we don't know about something, there's a learning tip. Anytime we don't know about something, we tend, we tend to downplay it or try to validate in our own minds why, it, why we don't know about it versus being open-minded and saying, you know what? You don't know what you don't know. Sure. Tell me about it. Right. Now you got to realize 2002, 2003, network marketing was a bad word. You know, in 2015 here, it's a $180 billion a year industry, right? I mean, revenue of $180 billion dollars. Uh, you know, it, it's over 22 countries earned over, uh, you know, did over a billion a year in revenue. It's a different world we live in today. I mean, heck, the company I'm with, you know, heck, we got you know, Troy Aikman is one of my partners. I mean, you, you get the point. It's 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 a different world. People know network marketing is is legit, and it's an amazing way to not only make money but make life changing money. And so, what's hilarious is I joined network marketing reluctantly, uh, almost because of fear of loss. And my original goal was to make an extra thousand dollars a month. I mean, that was my goal. And if you'd have told me that part time I'd become a multimillionaire and passive reoccurring revenue off network marketing, I would have told you you were crazy. But I'm one of those guys, and I did it part time. Uh, I was not in at the beginning. You know, that's one of the biggest myths people say. Oh well, if you're not in at the beginning, well, look, obviously there's an advantage uh, to being a first market mover, no matter what the industry is. But I was not. Uh, I've been in two network marketing companies in my career, um, and and uh, I'm living proof that an individual can make life changing money uh, through the vehicle of network marketing if they just uh, if they're willing to put the time and energy into it uh, required to do so. Now, what made you have that negative first impression? Did you were you exposed to network marketing previously, or your parents were? Yeah, I had no clue what network marketing was. That's that's the funny thing, and that's the big learning tip I think people need to take away from this. When someone says it's a pyramid scheme or it's a scam, it's because they're ignorant. And I don't mean ignorant as a personal attack on that person. When I say ignorant, by definition, that just simply means they don't know. They mm. don't know. And the way they cope with not knowing is they usually try to say something like that, right? And so the only the only if you will, um, background I had in network marketing where my parents said they're all schemes. They're all pyramid. You know, they're not real. I, I knew nothing about it. In fact, the one my buddy approached me with was really the first one I'd ever, I'd ever been approached with. And I had no reason to call it a scheme, no reason to call it a, a scam or whatever. Uh, it's just, it's how I kind of validated it. You know what I mean? And, uh, it's absurd. It's immature. It's ridiculous, but I was that guy. And so anybody listening to this, my advice to him is, Hey, <laughs> You may be talking to the next Logan Stout, so that, don't 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 let that discourage you or take you out of the game when a moron like myself says it's a scheme. You know. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, one of the things that's really impressed about you was you built a part time, and I think what sabotages a lot of distributors is they, you know, they kind of lie to themselves. Where I don't have time to do it, they justify it. So, how did you become like these top earners? You know, you achieved so much as a part time basis. What did you? What were you doing, by the way? That made you part-time? What was your full-time job? And how did you balance it? How did you make it happen? Well, great question. You know, for me, I, I, I believe in adding value to people and, I, and I'm going to do what I love to do. I, I, if, I, if money were what motivated me, I would have never been a coach, right? I'd have never gone into ministry for that matter. You know, but let's, let's you know, as Zig Ziglar says, you know, money's not the most important thing, but it ranks right up there with oxygen on the must-have list. I mean, you have to have money. And so at the end of the day, uh, I was coaching college baseball, 
uh, I went into ministry for a little while. And uh, again, for me, it was I wanted a discount on the product that I was that I was promoting at the time. And I wanted to make an extra thousand bucks a month if I could. And so that that's what it was for me. Uh, and then, of course, the Dallas Patriots. You know, I, I founded the Dallas Patriots. It's one of the largest youth baseball organizations in the world. And, and that, you know, when you if you're a business owner, the truth is the business owns you. Right. That's the deal. And and, and so uh, the Dallas Patriots took up a lot of my time, uh, quite frankly. And so in that first network marketing business, I didn't have a whole lot of free time. And I was in my early 20s. So um, so obviously the success I had was doing it part time. Maybe maybe ten hours a week is probably what I put into it, but I was systematic about those ten hours, right? I was intentional about those ten hours, and then of course the next company I went to, the Dallas Patriots, had grown even more. Uh, by that point, you know, I was speaking around the country, I was doing all kind of things, uh, owning uh, owned multiple traditional businesses, and basically, here's the bottom line, and and I'm saying this as an individual that owns traditional companies, um, and now owns a, a network marketing company. I believe that network marketing is the, the, the best way to earn income in, in this world. I believe that, in fact, I tell people, I say, look, whether you want to be a part of a company I'm involved with or not, get involved with a network marketing company. I think it's absolutely crazy to not be involved with a network marketing company. You know, and one of my best friends and a guy I'm blessed to do life with and do business with is John, John Maxwell, John C. Maxwell. And, of course, you know, John Maxwell is the, the number one leadership author speaker of all time. And, and, you know, he, he's not allowed to be involved in a, in a network marketing company because obviously he speaks at all the network marketing company events, if you will. But when he and I talk about it, we're both like, why wouldn't someone be involved in a network marketing company? It makes no sense not to be involved in a network marketing company. And so uh, at the end of the day, the reason I did network marketing is when I realized the power of network marketing, to me, no matter how busy I was running my other companies – I knew it was stupid for me not to be in a network marketing company. Low barrier to entry, no inventory, you know, no employees, no headaches, no liabilities, no brick and mortar building, uh, but unlimited income potential if you know by just doing it part time. And so, um, yes, I was very busy, but for me, uh, I don't think any human being is too busy to be involved in a network marketing company. Not to mention the people you'll meet. I mean, you, you meet incredible people. I believe network marketing was designed to be an as-you-live-your-life business, as-you-go-about-your-day business. What happens with most people that end up doing network marketing full-time is they end up waking up at 10 o'clock in the morning. They got nothing to do all day. They go speak at an event at night. They get lazy is what I'm trying to say. They get lazy. And for me, what I love about, about doing network marketing uh, part-time was everywhere I went with my traditional businesses, I met people. Right. I mean, networking, network marketing is, is it's an as you live your life business. I mean, that's what it is. It's as you're living your life, as you're going about your day, you're networking with people. Right. And so so for me, I almost think it's advantageous to have a full time gig going outside of network marketing, truthfully, because you're going to meet more people that way. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And I think a big mistake, I'm sure you've seen it, is like people who make a little bit money, maybe around like thirty, fifty thousand a year, and then they go full time too quickly. And then, you know, they end up being at home, they sleep more, they end up being watching TV more. And then not only are they working less productive, they cut off, like what you said, Logan, like at your job, that's the best place to meet people, right? Well, I think add to that. I mean, look, here's the deal. People, most of communication is done through body language, okay? I mean, most of it. And, and, and I love what you're doing at MLM Nation and everybody can hear my voice. 
Uh, ho- hopefully they'll connect and, and, you know, we have videos and stuff at loganstout.com, uh, generic videos, personal development videos, and they're free, absolutely free. But, but body language is how people really read you. And what happens when, like you said, when they're making 30, 50 grand a year and they go, they go full time network marketing, what, now what just occurred is what was fun, supplemental income, right, has now become their livelihood and it can become stressful. And what happens is now when they're meeting with people, you can almost sense their desperation. You, it's like if, 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 if you're trying to recruit me, what I'm looking at is your believability. I'm looking at are you compelling? Are you believable? Are you authentic? Are you genuine? Right? Do you need me? Because if you need me, clearly what you're doing isn't good enough. And that's what happens when people go full time is, is, is they start looking at people like they need them because they do need them. It's their only source right. of income. And so – I do believe there is a time and place where people should go full-time network marketing, but it's not when you're making 30 grand a year, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's when you have a walk-away income, and quite frankly, now you have a whole infrastructure in place that you need to support, right? Follow-up, trainings, traveling the country, uh, doing what you need to do to make sure that you're, you're transferring that belief and vision to your downline. And, and you know, when people go full-time, there is a time and place for that. Uh, but man, like you said it perfectly, most people jump the gun way too early and, and, and then, then, then they have to go get a job. And how does that look? Right. I, they make the state, we've seen it before, right? Simon, they, they make the stage from, they make the statement from stage. I'm, I'm now full time. Yeah. I was able to leave my job. And then what happens six months later, 12 months later when they have to go back and get a job? How does that look? Right. Yeah, definitely. You know, but by the way, you just gave such great advice. ML Nation, just go back and rewind this for 30 seconds and write that down. You know, Logan just shared that if if the prospect feels like, you know, they need they need you, that means your business can't be that good. And that is like really, the, like you shared, Logan, the ultimate posture killer there. Because no one's going to join you if they feel that you need them, right? Oh, exactly. Life is caught, not taught. You know, life is caught, not taught. They see what you do. That's what they're going to do. If, if, if you're, if you're, if, or they're not going to follow you at all. Right. And so to me, you know, when I look at some of my, my friends, the people that have endorsed my book, whether it's Barbara Corcoran and Damon John from the show, the shark tank, or whether it's, you know, my partners, you know, and we're best friends, John Maxwell or Troy Aikman or, or, you know, billionaire Darwin Deason or whoever it is. When you, one common thing I've seen about successful people is they are confident. Not arrogant, there's a difference, right? They're confident, they're humble yet confident. When they walk in a room, when they speak, when their posture, you just you can just look at them and go, okay, that, that, yeah, there's, there's somebody, all right? There's somebody, because they're never desperate, they're never needy, and they're so comfortable in their own skin, it bothers people, right? Mm-hmm. Insecure people are bothered by confident people. I mean, that's the bottom line. And so you'll never succeed on any grand scale without an impeccable confidence. That I can promise you. Now, when you got started, did you have instant success or you had some bumps at the beginning and took you maybe a couple of days or weeks or months or a year to learn? What- you know, what's interesting is I almost quit. Uh, and, I, and the only reason I didn't quit is quit's not even in my, my, my vocabulary as a personal human being, right? But if it weren't for my, the fact that I, re- I refused to quit in life at anything, uh, I see it through to completion, I would have quit, hmm. you know? Uh, and, and here's why I say that. I got involved. I got some people going really quick. Uh, made some good bonus money up front, but it wasn't duplicating. And and that really bothered me because uh, I really care about people. I'd rather see other people succeed more than me succeed. And and, and anybody listening to this, I, hope, I, I guarantee some people can relate to this. It, there's nothing worse than getting people involved in your business and then they don't succeed. You know, and I used to I used to take that personal 
And in hindsight, I almost quit because I was like, I mean, this just isn't worth it. This just isn't worth it. I don't want all my friends and all my family having a bad taste in their mouth. And, and I almost quit. And then I realized, look, control what you can control. My job is to, is to show them the way, the duplicatable system, be there to support them and go through this, the steps of mentorship, which I outline in my book. I mean, steps of mentorship, model the right behavior, teach it, train it, equip empower them, and then follow up with them, right? And the biggest mistake I made in the very beginning was I wasn't doing that. I was signing people up and going, why aren't they doing what I did? You know, I just assumed that they were going to go treat this like I treated it, and they were going to be serious about it. And the truth is, is most people aren't going to. I mean, you really have two types of people you have the, you have the that get involved. You have your producers. Your producers are the ones that they get plugged in, man. They sign up. They're plugged in. They're following the company on, on social media. They're tuning into the trainings, the live events, you name it. They're, 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 they're ready, right? That's your producers. But the truth is, is most people are introducers. And this is outlined in my book, Stout Advice, as well. But, but, and by the way, I'm not trying to plug my book because every penny for my book goes to, to, goes to uh, Boys and Girls Club. So I'm, I, mean, I donate every penny. But the point is I talk about the difference between producers and introducers in the book but most people in network marketing don't understand that concept. And so what you have to realize is this. Every human being will lead you to producers. The truth is, is most people are introducers. And what that simply means is this. If they trust you, they will open up their Rolodex to you. As long as you, you, you do things with integrity, you do things with the right motives, the right intentions, they'll open up your Rolodex. And then obviously you put, put the people they lead you to underneath them. So you win, they win. But sometime along the way, you're going, to get, you're going to find somebody who wants to run with your company and your opportunity. And that's what we call a producer, right? So never underestimate the introducers. Well, my mistake in the very beginning and the reason I had so much frustration is I would sign people up, but I wasn't mentoring them. I wasn't uh, reaching down deep and, and, and getting into their Rolodex and, and, and transfer that belief, transfer that vision. I didn't do that. I signed them up and I just kind of expected them to do what I was doing. And, that, and that, that really frustrated me. And so uh, to answer your question, I mean, it, it, that almost took me out of the game, truthfully. Hmm. And then I had to realize, you know, I'm not going to allow someone else to, to be my dream stealer, right? If I want to go make things happen in life, because by this point, I was sold on network marketing. And, and I was sold on it as a vehicle to help me retire by the age of 25. I mean, that was my whole deal. And if there's any, uh, you know, millennials, Gen Y, listen to this, uh, here's the advice I'd give you. Most people, they go to college and, and that they, they view college as their playtime. Those years from 18, let's say, to 25 is their chance to go play, have fun, be a stress-free lifestyle, so to, so to speak. I did the opposite. My whole deal was I'm going to use those years to get ahead of the rest of the world. I'm going to use those years. I'm not going to party. I'm not going to go mess around. I'm going to go create a financial empire. So by the time I'm 25, I can play the rest of my life. And that's what I chose to do. I retired at 25, played golf six days a week. A week. My wife and I toured the world. We had a great time. And then I actually got bored of being retired. And so that's what led to me writing my first book and all that type of stuff. But, man, all you, all you young folks out there listening, listen to me. There's not a better vehicle in the world than network marketing, period. And I, I'm saying that as a guy that's made millions of dollars in traditional business, not just network marketing. There's, there's not a better vehicle in the world than network marketing. And I encourage all of you, man, hey, there's nothing wrong with partying and having a good time in life. But man, when you're 18 to 20, get, get financially free, get your financial house in order first, then go, go, then go have fun the rest of your life. Because if you don't, you're going to end up being just another statistic of people in debt, frustrated. And here's the deal. Debt has a residual value too, 
right? There's such thing as residual income and there's such thing as residual debt. Most people understand the term residual because of the debt that keeps mounting up day after day after day after day after day. And it's because of the stupid decisions they made when they were 18 to 25. And it just adds up, adds up, adds up, adds up, adds up. So that's life coaching, not necessarily network marketing coaching. But at the end of the day, I believe network marketing is a vehicle, A, to get people out of debt. But B, I believe network marketing is the vehicle to help people be financially free so they never have to get in debt. I love it. You, you, you know, every time you talk, you share so much nuggets of wisdom. You went, I mean, I was just jotting down notes. Um, the, the great life lessons, by the way, ML Nation. Pay attention to what Logan just said. But one thing I really want to go back to, Logan, you really hit the nail on the head. You talked about, I think this is the reason why people who were like you, who had some success but get burnt out, is they're expecting everyone to be a producer. And that just doesn't happen. But the real leverage is, like Logan shared, is getting the introducers to bring you a producer. Because everyone knows a superstar in their contact database. And often, it's I don't know about your experience, Logan, but most of the time, the superstars are not someone you, you, you thought it was a superstar. It could be acquaintance of acquaintance or someone you don't even know well, but everyone knows one. And it's up for the leader to get the introducer, build that trust with the introducer so he can open that network to you. Yeah, there's no question. You know, here's the deal. If people, people, I, this, I get asked this all the time. Logan, what, what's, what's the key to building a huge business, right? What's the key to building a huge downline? What, what's the key? It's, it's just simple. You know, it's just simple. People always look, there's a bunch of keys, but here, it's just simple. Your level of belief is directly tied to your level of commitment. It's that simple. You will not see somebody be 100% committed with 0% belief. And you're not going to see somebody with 100% belief and 0% commitment. They run parallel. If, you're, if you have belief level on a 1 to 10 of a 5, your commitment's going to be a 5. So it's all about transferring belief and transferring vision from person A to person B, right? When you can, when you can plant that seed of belief in network marketing, belief in the company that you're involved with, right? And most importantly, belief in the individual that they can accomplish their dreams with this vehicle in the company that you're involved with. When you can transfer that belief, their commitment's going to be through the roof. You know, and one of the things I, I, I mentor people on is what I, I, I coined the, the three laws of the ownership mindset. The three laws of the ownership mindset. Here's the problem people have with network marketing. And some, and I know I'm running all over the place here on you, but at the end of the day, here's the bottom line. The, the ownership mindset is you must have that if you're going to succeed in network marketing. And as you go with producers and you go with introducers, what you're looking for are people that want to embody the ownership mindset. What are the three laws of the ownership mindset? Law number one is you must own your thoughts. Thoughts lead to actions. Actions over time lead to habits. Habits lead to the results. If you have the right thoughts, you'll have the right actions, which lead to the right habits, lead to the right results. If you have the wrong thoughts, right? I don't believe in myself. I don't believe in this industry. I don't believe in this. Right? Wrong thoughts lead to the wrong actions or no actions, which lead to the wrong habits, right? And, and which lead to no results. And so the first law in the ownership mindset is you have to own your thoughts. That's why I start every single day reading a personal development book, hmm. having quiet time, right? Get, getting my mind right. Because when you go hit the day, I don't care who you are, the world will either make its way in you or you make your way in the world. It's that simple. Yeah. And if you want to make your way in the world versus conforming to the patterns of the world, right? If you, You've got to transform your mind. You've got to renew your mind with what is true, with what is right, and you have to do that every single day. Every single day you have to renew your mind. So the first, the first key to the ownership mindset is you've got, to, you've got to own your thoughts. The second key is you own your actions, right? Own your actions, you know, if the thoughts are right, the actions are going to follow. That, that's just the bottom line. And to, 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 to speed through this little training here, the third thing you have to own is you have to own the results. Own the results. 
If you make excuses, which I'm throwing myself, I'm speaking with the audience, not at the audience. If you find yourself making excuses, which we all have, here's the deal. You're, you're, you're falling into the trap of the victim mindset. Yeah, but Logan, but Logan, you don't understand. You don't understand. You see, blah, 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 blah. Look, that's fine. The blah, 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 blah may be accurate. It may be 100% legit. It may be the most legitimate excuse in the world that still doesn't solve the problem, right? Excuses are nothing but a coping mechanism for the weak. That's all it is. An excuse is a coping mechanism for the timid. Well, Logan, you don't understand. I've got this problem. But that's fine. Okay, I'm not saying you don't have those problems. I'm not saying they're not legit problems. What I am saying is, is the excuse mindset is the same thing as the victim mindset, which is the complete opposite of the ownership mindset. What is network marketing? You're a business owner. You're a business owner. Well, how in the world are you going to succeed as a business owner if you don't have the ownership mindset? You see, that's the great thing about network marketing and also the bad thing about network marketing, the low barrier to entry. Whatever your company is, whether it's 100 bucks to get involved, a 1000 whatever it is, it's not that much money, okay, relatively speaking. Congratulations, you're now a business owner. The problem is, is people typically correlate whatever the price to be involved with the, with the, with the power of the opportunity. Where network marketing is the complete opposite. It's an unlimited opportunity with no barrier to entry for the most part. And so what's so important for all of you listening to this is you must transfer that vision, transfer that belief from you to everyone else so they will adopt the ownership mindset, then have them make sure they understand the key components to the ownership mindset, which I refer to as the three laws of the ownership mindset. Owning your thoughts, owning your actions, owning your results, okay? So at the end of the day, um, Simon, when we're talking about uh, the introducers and producers, okay, don't try to, to put a... Uh, force someone into a position they don't want to be in, right? Don't try to do that. What you do want to do is when you have people that really want to make your opportunity work, whatever your network marketing company is, when they really want to make that thing work, your job, before, first and foremost, is to transfer the belief in the, in, the, in the industry, belief in the company, and belief in that individual that they can do this, and you must help them understand the, the, the steps to being an owner, right? The ownership mindset. Let them understand what that means. Give them real – you know why people quit? Two reasons. Discouragement and unrealistic expectations. That's the deal. People get involved in network marketing, and, and they get set up for failure day one. You know what I do when I sponsor someone? I don't have a downline anymore, right, because I own the company. But when I was an associate, I would literally tell the, the human being I just signed up, I would say, okay, just so we're clear, you're going to have people call it a scam. You're going to have people tell you it doesn't work. You're going to have people make up all this stuff to try to take you out of the game. And I'm telling you that now, so when it happens, you, you can go up. Logan, Logan told me that was going to happen. Right. So and so and so when people mess up in network marketing is they don't take the ownership mindset. They don't they don't do that. So if, if you're what's the again, what's the number one law of the ownership mindset? Controlling your thoughts, owning your thoughts where you as the sponsor, you as the leader, you have to help lead your team down the right thought process. That's your job in the beginning. So I see people get so wrapped up in mastering the, the product or mastering the compensation plan and blah, blah, blah. Look, all that's very important. But after you get their thought process right. Exactly. When you, when you get their thoughts going, life works better. Right. Uh, so really good. Three, three laws of ownership. That's what you call them, right? Yeah, I call them the three laws of that's the That's awesome. Thank you for that. It's such good, valuable uh, leadership and training. And that's why, the, you know, you talk about co controlling your thoughts, owning your thoughts. That's why it's called Think and Grow Rich, right, Napoleon Hill. It's not called uh, study the comp plan and become rich or study this and become rich. It's all about our thoughts. So really good. I know we went off tangent, but thank you for sharing that. That's really good stuff. 
uh, how's yeah, your thoughts? Yeah, Simon, so, mean, anytime you're interviewing me, I can promise you we're going to go up. <laughs> That's awesome. But you want <laughs> thoughts just, to yeah. actions to habits to results. I love it. Um, I got to go get that book, ML Nation. Go get Logan's book. It's called The Stout Advice. And of course, we're going to link that book on the show notes page. So if you go to the website, just click on it. You can order the book there. Now, let's take it back to your journey. Back when maybe, I don't know when, but had shared a moment where you had a major aha moment that really turned your business around. Logan. Well, I'll tell you this. I, I, the major aha moment was when I realized exactly what I just said, quite frankly. I see. It, it, it's, it's, you know, I, I would sit there and break down the comp plan. I'd sit there and, you know, you know, all the stuff you hear people say, and I'm not saying it's wrong. What I'm saying is it's not the priority. I'll build event to event. And I'll, those are fundamentals, right? Building event to event, sampling, whatever your company is, right? You know, those are fundamentals to being successful. But the, the big aha moment for me was, is 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 a keep it simple keep it simple and b it's all about the thoughts if you can get in people's heads and get their get their mind right everything else works and how long um how long were you into the business when you realized that man that's a great question i don't even know i mean it's that was 300,000 team members ago <laughs> so i don't even i don't even i mean i don't know it's been you know, i you know what i think it was i think actually is when i read uh, and if any of you have not read this book, you need to. The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. Definitely. Uh, you know, it's so funny. When I first read that book, uh, it changed my life. And I'll never forget reading that book saying, God, how cool would it be to get to meet him? And then the fact that he and I do life together now. I mean, heck, we're, we're, you know, we'll be in Fiji for 10 days together coming up. I mean, it's, it's, uh, he's, he's, he's one of the greatest men in the world. But what's so great about his books is they're simple. And even if people hate reading, I, 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 that, that's a book that's worth the price. Uh, it's worth the price of the time of reading it. The 21 Irre- Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. That book is probably what gave me the aha moment, truthfully. Hmm. And ML Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing free audiobook like John Maxwell's 21 Irrefutable Laws for free at MLMNationBook.com. That's MLMNationBook.com. Perfect. I didn't even know that, Simon. That's that's a great resource. I, I, and by the way, I know you're interviewing me here, but I, I'm so uh, I'm honored at what you guys are doing, Simon, with MLM Nation to add value to the network marketing world. I mean, it's 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 so exciting what you're doing, and I'm I'm a, I'm a fan of what you're doing. So I, I, on behalf of the world, thank you for what you're doing. Oh, thank you. Welcome. Thank you very much. You know, it means a lot coming from you. But one thing I realized as I've done these sh- uh, shows, like everyone who's successful, not just in network marketing life, are givers. You know, and network marketing has blessed my life. I wouldn't be able to be a stay-at-home dad, spend time with my kids, and be the father I wanted to be. And also have the time to do MLM Nation if it wasn't for network marketing. So, like, I, I enjoy doing these episodes and you know, putting the stuff out there, introducing other leaders, and just, just getting, you know, nuggets of wisdom from you, like the three laws of ownership. It just makes me happy. Like, doing this interview makes my day, you know? It does, that doesn't, hap- doesn't matter what the happens the rest of the day, but just to get someone like you to share and have the whole whole world, anyone with a phone, computer, tablet can sh- hear that, that makes my day. So thank you, Logan, for sharing your valuable time. Oh, no, my pleasure. Now, what is one thing, I know you talk about network marketing so much easier now, uh, you have you know, celebrities involved, but what excites you most about network marketing? What is it? What What do you see the vision and the, where the industry is going? Well, you know, the, the, rec- the recent Nielsen studies, uh, which Nielsen basically polls the, the worldwide consumer base, right? It's, it's not a network marketing study. It's just a, it polls all the consumers. And the number one uh, reason people make any purchasing decision as of 2014 was a referral from a friend. You know, 2015, this is, I have a new book that's going to be coming out uh, pretty quick here and, and, and I'm really excited about it because it's going to be a tool 
for everybody. But I basically outlined at the very beginning of it, the 2015 consumer is not a consumer at all. They're actually a prosumer. What's the difference? A consumer just goes and buys something blindly, and if it doesn't work, okay, they chalk it up, and they say, okay, I'm not going to buy that again. Okay, those days are done. 2015, the world is full of prosumers. What's a prosumer? They want to try it before they buy it. They want a 100% money-back guarantee. And most important, they want a referral from a friend about that experience, about that product, about that service before they're willing to buy it. Look, the, the world is catering to network marketing right now. And that's what makes me so excited because you know, not only is network marketing, in my opinion, like I said, the best way to earn income, and I think people are crazy not to be involved in network marketing – no matter what they do in life. Uh, but I'm, I'm seeing the world really embracing network marketing. I mean, heck, I mean, in my company alone, uh, you know, you look at the third party credibility and then other companies. I mean, the fact that Troy Aikman is, is we don't pay him. He's not a paid endorser. He's an investor, right? Yeah. I mean, think about that, right? You've got, mul- you know, I have multiple billionaires involved with what we're doing as on the investor side. Look, you look at all these other companies that exist. I mean, there's great companies in network marketing and you look at the third party credibility of people that are just, not just gravitating to network marketing, but they're investing in network marketing companies. They're a part of the network marketing movement. That's exciting. I mean, that's exciting to me uh, to see how the the bureaucratic view that has sort of poo-pooed network marketing, for lack of a better way of saying it, is now is now turning the corner and saying, look, not only are we are we not poo-pooing network marketing, how can we get a piece of this pie? How can we get involved with this? We believe in this. And so that's what excites me about it. Network marketing, in my opinion, is finally starting to get the, the, the justice that it deserves. And I believe it, it is the most is the number one uh, most uh, efficacy, full of integrity way of, of earning income. Because it doesn't matter about your past. You're not waiting on a phone call to get promoted. You go earn and get paid what you deserve to earn and get paid. Right? It doesn't matter how old or how young you are, how rich or how poor you are. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter whether you're male or female. It, there's no bias in network marketing. And that's why I love network marketing because I grew up and I had to I had to earn every penny I had for the most part. You know, I had loving parents, but I I mean I had I grew up in an apartment. You know, I mean I, I was not I, I wasn't some silver spoon baby. And so I'm a living example of, of a true rags to riches story, if you want to term it that way, of the power of network marketing. Where I wasn't a master distributor, I wasn't grandfathered at the beginning or any of that junk that you hear people say. And so that's what excites me about network marketing is is it's unbelievable to see the integrity and the the documentation behind this industry uh, more so than ever before. What's been your proudest moment in this profession? Lee, man, I I guess I have two answers for that. Selfishly, uh, obviously, my most proudest moment was becoming financially free, you know, in in, in my early 20s. But uh, if if I had to give one answer, my most proud moment uh, of network marketing was to see the number of individuals that have been able to change their lives financially uh, as as a result of being introduced to this amazing industry of network marketing. That that would, without question, be my, my favorite moment uh, in memory is just to see all these people's lives that have been changed, not just financially. Uh, that's the great thing about network marketing. Uh, I'm talking people's lives have been changed mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally, relationally, uh, in a way that would have never happened. Had they not got involved in network marketing, and so for me, that's my most proud moment. Yes, I I think the feeling you get from helping others is way better and greater than any feeling, any feeling you get from financial. 
There's no, there's no, there's no question about that. You know, I do trainings. One of the things I talk about is, is, is the fulfillment circle. So many people uh, just sort of exist. They don't live life. They just sort of exist life, and they do so very unfulfilled, passionless. And the reason being is they're spending their their whole life trying to get, not with bad intentions necessarily, right? They're trying to put food on the table, trying to provide for their family. But here's the bottom line: only half of the fulfillment circle, half of the fulfillment circle, is is getting. The other half to complete the circle is paying it forward, is sharing, right? Now, you have to get it in order to share it. But the example I like to reference is think back when you were in grade school, right? When you got a good grade on a, on a paper, maybe you got an A plus or, or a, you know, if you're younger than that, maybe more a little smiley face sticker from your teacher or whatever that is, right? But think about that. When you're a student, you know, you'd put, you'd put everything in your backpack and all that type of stuff. But what was so cool is you wouldn't put that, that test – report, right? You wouldn't put that report card. No, you wouldn't put that in your backpack. You'd carry that thing out to the car with you, right? Because you couldn't wait to share it with your mom, your dad, your grandparents, whoever it may be, right? And it was the sharing of the grade that completed the fulfillment of making Mm. a great grade. It wasn't just getting it for yourself. It was the acknowledgement uh, that your parents were proud of you, right? And so in life, People want to be fulfilled, but all they're focused on is half the circle, getting, 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 getting. I tell everybody, if you're passionless, if, 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 you, if you are not fired up about life and excited about life, go serve at a homeless shelter. Go to a children's hospital, right? Go, go do something that benefits you nothing. And what you'll find is it benefits you in ways you never could have imagined. Because what it does is it completes that fulfillment circle of paying it forward. And, and, um, and that's one of the biggest lessons I would like to, for people to grab from, from MLM Nation on, this, on this, uh, this interview is, is I get it. Look, I get it. You're trying to pay the bills. You're trying to make things happen for yourself. I totally get that. But here's what I can promise you. The more you pour into other people and the more you take the aim off of yourself and instead you put the aim on adding value to people's lives and making an impact in people's lives – just watch how your life will be blessed for doing that. I promise you. I'm living proof of it. Hmm. Thank you for sharing that life coaching. Very good. Thank you. I have to ask you this next question because I was a huge Troy Aikman fan, and I should remember exactly where I was when he won those first two Super Bowls, and even when he beat the 49ers to get there. So how did you get Troy Aikman to get become involved in network marketing, to be an investor? Yeah, great question. You know, Troy is a health and wellness fanatic. And what's great about Troy is he is a uh, he's a non hype, non sales, uh, just straight to the point dude. And if you ever watch him, you know, do uh, stuff on NFL Sunday and Fox or, or or you'll see that about him. He's not he has no prejudice. He's not biased. He's a wonderful dad. Got two wonderful girls, and uh, he's just a great man of integrity. And when when we launched this company. Uh, I was looking for some. I don't. I don't. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with paying endorsers. I'm not saying there's anything wrong. So I don't want anybody to misunderstand what I'm about to say. But for me, I think there's a lot. There's a lot of value when you can tell someone we don't pay them. And in fact, he paid us to be involved. And so Troy and I are friends. And um, I actually met him originally through Larry North. Larry North was the first guy ever inducted into the Personal Trainer Hall of Fame. He's never promoted a nutritional product in his life. And so anyway, uh, that's how I first met Troy. And uh, so Troy and I met. He saw what we were doing, was so blown away by it, uh, he asked if he could invest. And, uh, and so that's how he sort of became one of our uh, spokes- spokesmen is, um, is he was so blown away by the, the industry and the product. Uh, he believes in network marketing big time. In fact, Darwin Deason's one of our investors, a multi-billionaire and sold his company, I think for like $7.4 billion. But, you know, Darwin 
uh, is a huge fan of network marketing and was looking for a company. Darwin actually asked me. He sought me out at an event uh, that I was speaking at, and he asked if, he, if I would let him invest, literally, right? Now, you, all of you in network marketing right now, or if you're listening to this and you're not in network marketing, that should tell you something, right? When you have a multi-billionaire seeking you out saying, hey, hey, I, w- I want to get involved in this industry. Will you let me invest, right? I mean, that's, that's a big deal. And uh, we have a bunch of other celebrities as well. But what's cool is, is the industry and Troy Aikman, uh, is, to go back to your original question, is attracting some of the most famous, most credible people in the world. And that should be great third-party credibility for all of you listening to MLM Nation right now as to the fact that you're at the right place at the right time. You're in the right industry. And, uh, and that's, a, that's a great thing. And ML Nation, if you're not from the U.S. and you don't know who Troy Aikman is, just let me give a brief background. He is an American football player, probably in the past 20, 25 years, uh, top, top three most famous American football players since the name is synonymous throughout the U.S. And just to have him be, you know, putting his name out there with a network marketing company, you know, it's a huge, huge belief builder. It's just, it's very, very impressive. And I, like I said, I, I was a huge fan of Troy. I remember exactly, used to watch every one of his games and remember exactly where it was when he won those big games. So, very impressive. And Logan, I got to ask you this, because I'm a big sports fan. I used to work at the NBA. I represented a basketball player. I was a play agent for a very short time. And what sport did you play? And how did you start the Dallas Patriots? And what is the Dallas Patriots? And I know in your bio, the last question is like, related to this. You talk about World Series. Can you talk a little bit about that? Hey, great, great question. You know, I played every sport growing up, but um, uh, basketball was actually my first sport. And uh, and so, and all that. And I was going to go play college basketball at the University of Oklahoma. And then I got a phone call from a, a Major League Baseball team. And they basically just said, hey, we, you know, we, we believe that you're, you're good enough to be a Major League Baseball player, which they were wrong. I played professional baseball, uh, you know, the minor leagues. I never made it to majors. But here's the actual cool part of this story that nobody really knows about. It's not that I didn't make it. I actually had started doing network marketing and was making so much money in network marketing, I retired halfway through the season playing professional baseball. Uh, I called my wife. I said, honey, we got all the money we need. Why am I still playing baseball? And so network marketing is the reason I actually retired from, from baseball. That's a whole other story. But um, basically, my deal is I, you know, I don't believe – to answer your question about the Dallas Patriots, so it's basically every kid that's graduated through the Dallas Patriots has gone to play college baseball. We have a bunch of Major League Baseball players uh, that you would know their names. But the reason the Dallas Patriots were actually formed was to make a difference in kids' lives through the vehicle of baseball, through the platform of baseball. Because these kids are not learning leadership. They're not learning teamwork. They're not learning character. You know, Unless their parents are teaching it to them or they're going to church where they're learning it, they're really not learning it that much anymore. And uh, and again, obviously, I'm, I'm not being black and white there. I mean, obviously, there's exceptions to that. But for me, it was a way I could really teach these men, these guys, these kids, no matter what age, whether they're six-year-olds or 19-year-olds, how to, how to be a great boyfriend, right? Or how to be a great husband one day, how to be a great student, how to be a great human being. Because Here's the deal, Simon. We don't. People are mistaken. They think we need better, a better world for our children, and they're completely wrong. We need better children for our world, and so that's why my wife and I are, uh, you know, we're the honorary chairs of the Boys and Girls Club, and 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 the chairs of the American Heart Association, and we try to do things where we can make an impact in parents' lives and in kids' lives because 
Uh, as, as a friend of mine, Dr. Tony Evans says, you know, if we want a better world, we need better nations. If we want better nations, we need better countries. If we want better countries, obviously we need better states. If we want better state, we need better cities. If we want better cities, we need better towns. If we want better towns, we need better neighborhoods. If we want better neighborhoods, we need better neighbors. And if we want better neighbors, we need better households. If we want better households, we need better people. So in the day, it all boils down to people. Better people, either better neighbors, we need a better households. You know, you get the point, right? And so, the Dallas Patriots were formed to use the platform of baseball to change the world, quite honestly. And that's what I see synonymous. That's sort of how I fell in love with network marketing. I see network marketing as a way to change the world. And one of my prayers every single morning is that uh, we can change, change the world mentally, spiritually, physically, financially, emotionally, relationally through the power of network marketing. And, and I understand there's people listening to this with different belief levels, so I'm not trying to cram my beliefs down your throat. I, I believe in loving people, not judging people. But at the end of the day, the, the better we can do of, of, of making an impact in people's lives for the better by getting their thoughts right, the better our world will be. And so that's why I started the Dallas Patriots. And so I think we're on our 17th or 18th year now, and it's just a great way to, to make a difference in kids' lives. Well, thank you for all you do. And, you know, it just goes back to what I was saying before, like everyone was successful are givers, are major givers, and you've definitely given a lot through the stuff that you and your wife does. So thank you. No, no, my pleasure. So we're... I'm going to wrap up the show, but some really quick questions to pick your brain. Okay, really quick ones. Uh, what is one of your favorite success quotes that's motivated you? Individuals play the game. Teams win championships. You know, if, if, if you want to be great, you got to surround yourself with great people. You know, I look at three keys to success is be the best person you can be, surround yourself with people better than you, and then take action. Those are three keys. Individuals play the game. Teams win championships. That's one of my favorite quotes. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? I start my day every single day getting my mind right. Before I, before I go off into the world, before I turn my phone on, before I do any of that stuff, um, I, 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 get into, I get into the good book and, uh, and I read some personal development stuff, whether it's Zig Ziglar, John Maxwell, I mean, you name it. What's the best piece of advice you ever got? Keep it simple. <laughs> it's probably the best piece. I mean, I, I mean I'm, I'm answering these quickly. I'm not, I didn't really think about the question, but... You know, for network marketers, keep it simple. We have a tendency to, to complicate things when really it's a pretty simple business, man. Just show people what you're doing, cast vision, transfer belief, and then duplicate. What's your favorite prospecting tool? Like, for example, if someone was interested in knowing about your company or the products, do you like to use a newsletter, a flip chart, a webinar, online videos? What do you like? Uh, I think, well, the greatest, the greatest thing I like to do is I like to look somebody in the eye and let them hear my voice and hear what's going on. I mean, truthfully, I think it's a belly-to-belly business, and I think we need to remember that, but for me, it's third-party tools. Third-party tools are my favorite thing to use. I think the more you can take your attention off of yourself and more onto third-party tools that provide third-party credibility, the easier it is to recruit. You know, So if I'm recruiting somebody right now, like referencing what you said, you know, I'm going to say you know, Troy Aikman's involved, partnered with the American Heart Association, John Maxwell, and I'm going to reference all these names. And then, then that, that, it's comfort level up, tension level down. That's the deal. When you can create a comfort level up, tension level down, people are open-minded to listen. Do you have a favorite app or online resource like a Dropbox or Gmail or Evernote that you could recommend? You know, I hate to admit this. I'm not, I'm not much of a tech guy. I, I, I believe in it. I know it's critical, uh, but I'm not much of a, of, of a, of a tech person. I, I believe in relationships and, and belly to belly. Uh, I guess if I were going to answer that question, um, you know, I think it's just, it's leveraging social media with respect to building relationships. I think what people get off track is they use social media to try to sell their business. Instead, use social media to build relationships. That's what I would say. 
And here's the last question, the million-dollar question. You ready? Okay. Before we go to the million-dollar question, ML Nation, I know you want to grow your business, and I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important. And that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, overcome the objections, and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and give me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad my kids and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing, and you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So here are some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven code market scripts that will help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that help me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined, and now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. This is three different days at four different times. So they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills to help me build a million-dollar MLM business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So I look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Here's the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one. So you had a contact list of zero. You don't know any of your friends or family, but you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What's the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Find the most successful group of people I could. That'd be the first thing I would do. I would go find the most successful group of people I possibly could. And then you just network and find people there. Those would be prospects. I build relationships with them. I build relationships with them. It's all about being relational, not transactional. So build relationships with them. And uh, and the bottom line is this. As long as you have the right who, the what, and the money will take care of itself. I love it. 
As we wrap up, do you have any last words of advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? Yeah, loganstout.com, L-O-G-A-N-S-T-O-U-T.com. Just www.loganstout.com. I'm actually quite active on social media now, uh, whether it be uh, LinkedIn or Facebook or Twitter or Instagram. So connect with me there. Love to, love to uh, add value to anybody's life that I can. And then the last, last people, piece of advice uh, uh, I'd give um, would be to understand this, is, is, is huge success does not come from some grandiose feat or some grandiose act. Uh, success comes from doing the right small things repeatedly over an extended period of time. Just do the right small things repeatedly over an extended period of time. Do the right small things repeatedly over an extended period of time. As you're building your business, there's going to be mundane things. There's going to be times where you go, is this really working? Is this really worth it? And you're going to look back and, and I promise you, just never underestimate the power of your actions. Never underestimate the power of your actions. Just keep doing the right small things repeatedly over an extended period of time and put your head up two years down the road and you'll look back and go, wow, what an incredible ride. Hey, I lied. It's one more thing. I have to ask you this because this was such a good training about your new book. What's this new book you're writing about so we can uh, get ready for it when it comes out? And then um, what, when's about to, what, what's the due date? When's it going to be published? You know, great question. It should be, it should be ready to rock and roll by September. And, and uh, it's, it's endorsed by John Maxwell, Troy Aikman, a bunch of people. But it's a generic book about why network marketing is legit. So in other words, I'm actually creating this book because I get hired to speak all over the country and I speak at other companies. I, I mean, I'm a fan of network marketing. And so, um, you know, my company that I own, it may not be for everybody. and That's great, right? I, my deal is I want to see people go accomplish their dreams in life. And so the biggest hurdle you have to overcome is, is the legitimacy of, of, of network marketing. That's usually the biggest hurdle. And so I wrote this book, uh, basically your financial advantage, uh, and it's completely generic, but endorsed by some of the most powerful people in the world. And, and it's so people can use it as a tool, right? It's, it's going to be short, sweet to the point, but it's going to be where people can use it as a tool where people will read this book and they'll go, oh my gosh, network marketing is legit. You know, this, this is legit and it's not salesy. I mean, it is so authentic and blunt and just, and just, I really, I'm really excited. And again, I'm not trying to pub it because I get anything for it. In fact, again, every penny from every book I've ever written goes straight to charity. I mean, I don't see a penny of it. So, so it'll be out in September. If you just follow me on social media or loganstout.com. And of course, MLM Nation will, uh, will hook you guys up. Um, but I really believe this book's going to be a game changer to help people build their businesses, no matter what company you're with. MLM Nation, you're the average of the five people you just spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Logan Stout. So keep up the momentum and go to MLMNation.net and type in Logan at the search bar. And the show notes will pop right up. Logan's book, and how he can contact him, and all the nuggets of wisdom he talked about will be right there. In order to be successful in network marketing, you must help others. So Logan, thanks so much for sharing your valuable time with MLM Nation. Hey, my honor. Thanks for having me. Logan, you know, we're grateful to you. MLM Nation, we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. MLM Nation, that was such an awesome leadership training. So many aha moments from Logan Stout. It's just a huge belief build. I'm serious. I was such a huge Cowboys fan. I mean, I'm not such a big sports fan now, but I was a huge NFL Dallas Cowboys fan. I remember exactly what it was uh, watching low, you know, uh, watching uh, Troy Aikman, I remember back then, every time the Cowboys were on national TV, even though I lived in New York, I'll make sure I'll be there. I'll watch every playoff game for the Cowboys, and just to have worn my 
you know, heroes growing up, uh, Troy Aikman, being involved in network marketing is a huge, huge belief builder. And so that was an awesome show. Some big takeaways um, is, is I think the biggest mistake, and I I went through this process, you know, was being down, you know, going somebody going full time too early, and then expecting everyone to be a producer, right? Logan shared there's two types of people. There are the introducers and the producers, and not many people will be producers, but there's tons of introducers, and I think the aha moment is if you work on the relationship, the the introducers will lead you to a producer, and that's when you really, really get leverage. Uh, the other thing is, just goes back to you know what I've observed and why, you know I do what I do. It's like everyone who's successful, they give, and Logan gives a lot. He gives back to the community, and I think that's what real true success and happiness is: is seeing other people grow through this amazing profession of network marketing. And last thing is the three you know laws of ownership. You know, MM Nation, you're business owners. You're owners. You got to take ownership of your business. And I know, I think the biggest, you know, sad thing is, a good thing, was the sad thing is, and network marketing is so cheap to get involved with. But because it's so cheap, you don't take it seriously. You know, this is a real, real business. And being taking ownership of the business means you got, number one, you got to own your thoughts. Number two, you got to own your actions. And number three, you got to own your results. So you can't criticize, complain, condemn. Everything comes from you. And it's very easy to be negative, and that's why we have to be careful of who we spend time with, be careful with the books, the TV we're watching, put you know, positive stuff into you. And every successful person, they have a morning routine. You know, Logan, the first thing he does is just like me. You know, we read the Word, and then we read something motivational, some self-development that grows us and nurtures our mind. So, awesome show. Yeah, definitely go back. A lot of leadership lessons here about duplication and the uh, importance of keeping the business simple. And if you like it, I like to show what Logan shared. Definitely check out his website. Go to the show notes page, mlnation.net. Type in Logan and then the show notes and uh, his contact info will be there. You can get in touch with him. All right. If you like these episodes, you know, the best compliment uh, and you talk about being a giver, go give and share this with other people. Share this with your downlines, definitely. Def- share it with your uplines, your crosslines. And because, you know, ML Nation, we are a nation. You know, there are over 90 million of us. Help each other out because as the industry grows, we all grow together. So share that, and you, you know, one another thing you could do: please subscribe, rate, and review. Not only does that save you time and make you more successful because you don't have to worry about downloading each episode; they get automatically sent to your phone. Um, but leave a review too. So keep it simple. Leave a review. I read every one of them, so it actually inspires me to keep making these trainings great for you. Right, because a lot of work does put into it. But I enjoy doing. It, I love it. But please leave a review on iTunes if you like it, and leave an honest review too. Okay, even if you don't like it, let me know. I read them. The feedback is important. Uh, I think that's it. Great show again. Thanks for your time for listening. Thanks for being part of ML Nation, and uh, definitely apply the three laws of ownership that Logan talked about. Listen to us again. Apply them, and I'll see you on the next show. God bless you all. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.